0: Speaking of cold opening, are, <laughs> what are the... <laughs> Man, it's been a minute since you've recorded. <laughs> okay. So speaking of cold opening, when have you clocked your friends for enjoying things lately? That You know what? Great work. Great
1: work with that one. Okay. Hey, look, what the fuck do you want from me?
2: I don't know. I'm just trying to make GIFs.
1: Make GIFs? Make GIFs.
0: You know, GIF. Jeb. <laughs> trying to make Jebs.
1: How are you baby? Oh. Um, you can play as long as you mute. I don't care. Me? Oh, I was talking to Mia. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, Ow. I will Incredible. like Incredible.
0: I'm just I feel I'm like I don't want them to think they have to fucking sit here while we shoot the shit for an hour yeah. about
2: nonsense staring at the fucking blank TV. Yes, extremely true. I mean, maybe Mia just has to use their imagination.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. Just imagine what's going on on the screen.
2: Um. Okay. okay. So. Speaking of the power of, of animation. So um, the way we're going to do this, I guess I, I'm... Okay, so a couple fun things. Number one, just fired up Animal Crossing, which I have not played in a hot minute. Because I want to go design houses again because that's so what nice. I just do in the Sims, but you cannot make the animal crossing characters bone. That's not a <laughs> challenge. That's not. Don't. No, please do not do this. Okay, and first off, anything it.
0: is possible with modding. And second off, that's <laughs> yes, first off, through God, all things are possible. So, <laughs> that so down. drop that down.
2: <laughs> um listen, I and listen, I know what animators are like. I think we all know what animators are like, yes. but like maybe I don't want to see it.
0: Well, that's the thing is, like, I literally was talking to Mia, we were talking about, like, because they were like, oh, yeah, there's this new episode of Animaniacs where they're, like, in, they meet Frankenstein, and it's basically just Green Star Platinum, and I looked at that, like, yeah, that's Green Star Platinum. (laughs) uh and so i was like you have two modes as an animator you are either a huge weeb or you are a fucking pervert or both at all times i was gonna
2: say i think it's
0: both i think that's definitely both
2: that's the same it's both and
0: this has gone back like decades like tezuka and disney were like pen pal pen pals so Mm -hmm. you know but disney like walt himself was a train guy he was not actually that horny which is so funny because i'm like do you think he knew about the drawer full of fetish tf art probably not the pop-up I think too, no probably I mean, not walt, i think walt is too much of a of a fucking loser and i think that his a lot of my like always... walt disney as a person <laughs> i'm not here now listen on our podcast about legends of tomorrow i'm not here to debate the legacy of walt disney i could but i don't have the energy oh, for God. that right now we just got here but, but this is a solid <laughs> opening i uh, my condolences hey my condol- um so what the fuck was i talking about? right okay so um animators being perverts well yes but disney himself one was not an animator he did not draw two was actually probably not that much of a pervert all things considered comparatively speaking but like so much more of him as a human being corporation nonsense notwithstanding if you know that he's a train guy it all makes so much more sense you're just like oh literally
3: him being a train guy connecting the dots from that to epcot is so funny (laughs)
2: Oh yeah, Wait, of course. No, because I'm so glad you brought up train guys because sometimes you get a customer on the phone where you're like you can tell they're an older person and you're like, "Okay, cancel. I'm going to be on here for a while, guys." Um and so we were just talking about stuff and then I mentioned like she's like, "Oh, my great-grandfather like painted Pullman train cars." And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool. My husband is a train guy." And she's like, "My husband is a train guy." And I'm like, on the inside, I'm trying not to there's this horrible scene, Ari you probably recall it, in Kick Ass where um, the one who's not the one that Nicholas Cage played has uh. hit girl recite some kind of like horrible monologue that he's taught her about like how Democrats are terrible or would rather like abort babies than protect like just this. I don't horrible, remember this. What the shit. Horrible nonsense um and the first time i read it when hit when um that kickass was like doing a thing oh because i was going around i was like damn edgy it was
0: mark miller right that did yeah. yeah so then that all makes so much more sense but
2: then on the other hand me when i think about train guys oh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that
2: was, that was that that limped toward its destination yeah
0: just it surely say. did you could have just been like divine speech in the fucking pink flamingos kill everyone now that's you about train guys um yeah i know what you're thinking i love to listen to a podcast where they workshop their jokes live on air <laughs> instead <laughs> of you know really having i thought of it yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I, it think the problem. I think um, it's funny
3: this is off you. but top. yeah this is off topic, but I would just like to call out the DoorDash app for when I'm trying to order a wine and uh, Nutter Butter, not Nutter Butters, Butterfingers on the uh, DoorDash app. It tries to show me the caloric information, like the fuck nutritional you. value
0: <laughs> of the fucking Butterfingers. I'm like, oh yes yeah. like You're going to look am? at that and be like, wow, you know what? I don't want wine and Butterfingers. Like, that is a purchase of someone who take? really- What do you think I am, a fucking coward? <laughs> Like, if I'm already at the point where I'm ordering Doritos and Butterfingers, I don't need your help, man. I'm I don't ordering need...
3: from the 7-Eleven
0: to get I'll... alcohol. I've already
3: okay, well, drunk
2: a bunch of wine from Rite Aid. and I wasn't going to say it,
0: but I am going to say,
3: hey, hours. please don't
0: die. I did Me? that so that you would feel like a good host. And I just want to say, I sacrificed that. I photoshopped our dicks For That's us. For us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i haven't thought about that video in so fucking long it's so good
1: it's so it old I was, oh my god I, oh,
0: god what happened in 2017 that literally made me physically flinch dear when we were like oh yeah this was in
2: 2017 and i was just like what oh i thought you were going to say what about the i photoshopped our dicks for oh us, right and i said it was i said it was fitz ward and then it is fitz ward
3: i hate that so much it was I Bill o'reilly been...
2: getting fired
3: I've been transported back in time, and I don't appreciate it.
2: Oh, which reminds me, huge news, everybody. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Okay. Um, um, and I know what you're thinking. This is a Legends of Tomorrow podcast. Are we going to get to this season of Legends of Tomorrow? And the answer is yeah. yes. And the answer is also, I'll explain what we're fucking doing when we get there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Remember how Clint Barton has a wife? No, Unfortunately. why? Unfortunately. Well, apparently she's Mockingbird. What? <gasps> what? What? Are oh my you God! The backdoor, Bobby oh. Clint. Fuck! That is so fucking. Because there dumb. was Bobby, and here's the problem: is like, yes, there was a Bobby Morrison, Agents of Shield, and yes, she was hot. But on the other hand, like, it
3: was Agents of Shield.
2: Every time they go and they take something out of Agents of Shield and they say, actually, that's not canon. That's good for me.
3: My heart so you can understand my the crossroads that, happened, that I am at. The only things that happened in that fucking television
0: show was Triplet and Daisy fucking Johnson. Pain. Endless pain. Not even that. Just endless pain. Pain forever. Pain everlasting. Pain like Thomas Ligotti writes about pain. I feel like it's on one hand I am glad
3: that they are like trying to push this mess under the bus because it's very clearly like them finally figuring out that they've made mistakes. But the way that they are doing it is so bad, and it's so specifically so funny going to piss shit in real time. It's going, it's going to piss off so many dumb fans at the same time. Like you didn't even just introduce a new Bobby Moore. You just fucking were like, I'm going to give her mantle to some fucking OC, as if that doesn't cause massive. Maybe she's also Bobby. Drama.
2: I don't know. It's unclear if she's actually Bobby Moore's quote unquote under a pseudonym. I'm assuming that's what
0: they're gonna pull because I don't even think I'll be. I'm gonna say something that might be controversial. I don't even think they thought of Agents of Shield at all. I think they thought. I oh think Christ. you're right. I think you're right too. I don't think were that just they like, even remembered Agents of Shield was on the fucking air at one point. They were which like, is "Wait, really what? funny?" Because it really, I, I, my pitch for this is they were genuinely like everybody fucking hated that Clint decision universally. To give him like a wife and kids because it was the most dumb and uninteresting thing in what was already a pretty dumb and uninteresting movie. Oh, so they were like, okay, well, we have to tie her in somehow because we can't just for whatever reason, we can't just say his wife and kids all died in the snap, because that would be too easy. We'll yeah, left it and, to- and, and that's when he became, became a- Ronan. Yeah, and,
2: that- and, and they and, can't and have committed just all those hate crimes. There.
0: It's they like could he already... have just stayed dead for arbitrary reasons. Or also, she could have just divorced and left him because, hey, turning into a serial killer while I'm gone is some fucked up shit. Yeah, he's a They decided to role. go, no, actually, she was Bobby Morse because, again, this is comics and it can never be fucking easy with these stupid wait, fucking- Wait, um,
2: wait, Gav, can I just ask a question? Sure. And I'll I don't want question. you to see this as a personal attack oh, because boy. it's just a general What war? What I'm war? trying to
3: remember what
1: I said that led to that. You said he's a war criminal. I'm gonna be honest. I'm calling him a war criminal. I didn't
3: watch either Infinity Clint war, Clint war or Endgame. <laughs> I have no Fuck idea. It. Fuck
0: it. It I'm nothing just... means anything anymore. Clint Barton personally. Thing, and, and I mean Benghazi IRL. I don't mean. that. <laughs> <laughs> I would <don't laughs> mean... <I don't> mean... <laughs> it? to see you, Benghazi.
2: <laughs> let's send jeremy Renner to guantanamo bay
0: <laughs> you
3: know what i'm i'm willing to sign off on that that's a sacrifice i'm willing to make.
1: Actually, allegedly
0: <laughs> like i just hate comic books okay
2: but it is just it's Why like not i can send jeremy reiner to guantanamo bay
0: that would be so good I, I i think i think it would really heal this nation that's what we, but, in a but way that we need to be healed. healed. But I will say, I think that there's genuinely, like, I don't even think they thought of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I really do think they just went, we cannot get rid of this white, because if we fridge her, everybody will be mad at us. And we lose all of those feminist points, TM, that we get for bringing in Kate Bishop. So we can't fridge her, we have- and I guess divorce is off the Ayy. table. So they just go, fuck it, she's going to be his other canon love interest. Who gives the shit? And
2: I'm just so like, like little yeah, known, I guess. Little known fact about Marvel Studios. I know that you're like, wait, didn't Stan Lee and Jack Kirby thought, like, found Marvel Studios? And the answer is yes. But now they're deeply Catholic. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I hate that
0: but it is it's it's. i think there's like they they really didn't want to lose the feminist points tm of for fridging her so they were just like fuck it she's
1: mocking I mean, her now
3: lost
0: so many when everybody was big mad about black widow dying and it's like on one hand oh, yeah it's dumb you know, and shitty, whatever. but, on the other hand, but they get no so feminist much- points oh. for introducing kate because it's a zero-sum game that's how that works um i what the fuck was i right so like this is dumb, and also Bobby has like a. She gets. I'm pretty sure if I remember the West Coast Avengers plotline right, um, she gets sexually assaulted by some fucking villain. I don't even remember his name, and like I think Clint throws him off a bridge or something. And I'm only bringing this up. I'm really not bringing this up as a joke. I'm bringing it up because I'm like I feel like if they pull that shit, because like this is like MCU. Hawkeye has already like been like a fucking serial killer. Yeah, I'm just like, oh no, is that how they're going... Are they going to use that Bobby plotline? And are we just going to all have to live in hell forever? And it's like, great, thanks. Thanks so much. Because like this is already a dark and edgy take on Clint, so... Uh-oh. Uh, I, I uh-oh. don't think...
2: I don't know if it's getting another season.
0: Hawkeye? Got him. Yeah. I um. mean, I kind of want to hope it doesn't, and they just let Kate Bishop... Like, I... I do and don't want a Young Avengers series because, like, these are my children. We are
2: definitely getting a Young Avengers series. You can go fuck
0: yourself on that one. I know. I know. I know. But, like, I don't, like, I mean, like, I do want one because it's like, oh, my children. But also, I don't want
2: one because. (laughs) They've already fucked I am so sick and fucking tired of being alive. I don't want when, when the Wendy can't. series stands get their hands on Billy and Tommy because they're oh, they were like no. literally gonna start fist fighting people. Like it's I don't time. mean like on the internet. No I, mean, I am like simply. <laughs> I'm no
0: longer. I am no gonna longer. say things, I am gonna do things. I'm not saying on the podcast in case I'm legally held responsible later. Because I'm fucking absolutely yeah. not. Not those kids. Not nope. this time. I'll see all of you in hell first. <laughs> I so uh, it it it, it, it I, you know how it, actors love to play like they're twenty when they're in their forties. How oh, old geez. is Seth's actor from the OC? Because what a <laughs> fucking power move! And I'm saying this because what a fucking power move it would be to cast whoever the hell played Seth and Ryan for Billy and Teddy. I don't care if they look like they're forty <sighs> because I just I I want Adam Alan Brody Heimberg.
2: and and Mackenzie.
0: Oh yeah, Ben. Well, Ben could. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I don't think Ben McKenzie could pass for 20, but
2: maybe. Ben McKenzie is Jim Gordon in Gotham. Well, oh, war, Jim. Oh,
3: oh okay. Gotcha. gotcha Speaking gotcha, of gotcha,
2: war. Gotcha. <laughs> but like, I don't
0: think, I don't know. Um, Do they look, do you think, I mean, even if we play by the fast and loose rules of like John Travolta in Greece and Ben Platt in Dear Evan Hansen, do you think
2: they could pass for being like teenagers? Absolutely not, but honestly, I don't care because it's not like they're trying to pass Wanda as, like, Jewish or Romani, so.
0: Okay, so I look forward to Ben McKenzie as Teddy Altman because I think that would be such a fucking power move. That
2: would oh be God. so fucking I'm, starting, good. I'm actually starting this campaign now, and everyone can eat my ass <laughs> from the front. <laughs> okay DC, speaking of people who who actually
0: do look like they're in their like late 20s early 30s and are like pushing 50 dc's legends of tomorrow nick zano thoughts
2: all right let's go into the episode so okay i'm trying to get audio
0: hey hey number one sasuke fucker you missed something important if
2: brandon were from new york he would serve cunt oh okay <laughs>
0: Solved the Jane Austen plot point. Did it even
2: matter? No, it didn't matter. Oh, you shut, shut up. up! Why are you specifically coming for me? I have done nothing. So, welcome to Legends in Review.
0: In terms of the two of us, I'm definitely nicer to Phil for the most part. I
2: feel like you're the one who called him a goblin that one time. So, first of all, Nick Anno is what we call, what that one person called, um, Ben. Fucking Ben Barnes, forty pushing fifty. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you forget about that? Did you forget about forty pushing fifty? No, it's 50? so good.
0: It's so good. I do love whatever he reminds.
1: To I my knowledge,
0: minded reminded who was both ten and forty years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think it's so funny. When Ben Barnes is reminded that he is so much older than the rest of this teeny bopper-ass cast. And she's like, I had Prince Caspian like poster so on my wall. Old. I'm like, first off, you are a huge fucking loser. Because that wasn't even like one of the good Narnia movies. No, it really
3: wasn't. And that wasn't really a popular
0: Narnia book, I don't think. I either. actually really liked Prince. It, when I was a kid, I liked it the most. Now that I'm older, it's not. I liked that one in The Last Battle the most. See, now, I, and a horse I and his I, boy okay so i think I, you know. I
3: played the the one of the prince caspian i think i had it on ds i never watched the movie i didn't get through <laughs> a horse in the, i didn't get through the third one to get to the fourth one because i read the first two narnia books and then i ended up stopping
0: that's fair um <laughs> that's more than fair as someone who read the series a lot as a kid yeah um Okay, <laughs> no. So here's kid- so,
2: the hello, welcome, welcome to Legends and Review, and unofficial one. Wait, wait, hold affiliate. on. One last
0: thing, please. My kingdom to sit CS Lewis down in hell and have to explain DS games to him. That would be oh, great. <laughs> I
2: yeah. am the punishment.
0: Okay. C.S. Lewis sorry. is actually
2: why Clinton Laura Barton can't get divorced. That's fair. <laughs> That's
0: fair. That's fair. He did come to fucking Kevin Feige in a this dream shady and go, uh-uh. Drifter is Aslan. No way, no how. But um. Okay, so DC's Legends is tomorrow for real this time. What's up? Okay, so
2: here's the thing. Um, some of you longtime listeners, LaMau, may have noticed that these episodes are going to all come out. That, first of all, 7B is starting in like 20 days. I don't know. It's starting pretty soon. Sorry, in like hold, two on, weeks. hold on, hold on. Do they really have the
0: audacity to start when Pokemon Legends Arceus comes out? Like, they think that I am going to prioritize DC's Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, so we have three weeks until Legends
2: is back, and normally we release the review episodes around an approximation (laughs) of when the episode airs. We do our best, Uh, goddammit. Kind of fell off the wagon for season six, but in our defense, season six was terrible.
0: This is um, terrible. The no respect to
2: No disrespect to the uh no disrespect to like Hellstar or Bayrod or uh Esperastro. You guys are angels and we're glad you're here. Yeah, yeah full disrespect
3: except for to Astra. Sarah Lance. Lance. This is a weird
2: thing. Full of- disrespect to Katie Lots and Sarah Lance at all times. That's fair. Just to clarify. Is, that's like this a disclaimer a at thing. the bottom
0: of the title page. We're like we stopped we we were really slow with season six because we hated it. I would argue Season 7 has been the best consistent Legends of Tomorrow. And first off, consistency and Legends of Tomorrow season in the same sentence feels weird. But this mm-hmm. has been the most consistently good season of Legends of Tomorrow so far. Don't fuck you know, me on aura. this. And I, it was definitely not because we didn't like it that we didn't didn't record. We, both of us, pretty much unilaterally loved these episodes minus like some usual quibbles but like mm-hmm. we loved it except that wednesday was literally the worst possible day that you could have been airing this so since yeah. i know you motherfuckers listen to this podcast <laughs> fucking listen to me and listen good do you want us to review your stupid goddamn action figure tv show get your shit together and move your fucking airtime because like holy take this- shit
3: philip take
0: this audio clip to whoever is running
3: scheduling over at the cw Seriously. Because, um, oh my and god. So
2: the way we're going to be doing things this season is instead of, um, well, hopefully we'll go back to regular weekly episodes. Yes. Um, with 7B. But so this episode is going to be us reviewing 701 and 702. Then the 100th, which we already recorded. We did it live, so we're just going to upload that. Then Science 704 and, and 705. Features, all the way down. And then. um... Seven
0: oh six and seven oh seven. Yes. Science fiction feat double features all the way down. As you do. Yes. So,
1: they-
2: so we're going to discuss the first episode of the seventh season of Detective Comics: Comics Can Legends we, of Tomorrow. Before we which do we titled, that, Reed. yes. Before we do that, we should yes. probably ourselves, especially because I've never been on the pod before. Yeah. Okay. Hey, welcome oh, yeah. to DC's Legends of Tomorrow, an unofficial and unaffiliated podcast <laughs> okay. reviewing the. Could this season show Legends of Tomorrow airing on the CW network? Um, Did you I'm just Rachel? say. D- no, wait, I'm sorry. But I'm pretty sure you just said, Welcome to DC's Legends of Tomorrow. This is Legends in Review. <laughs> fuck you guys. Keep it in. Fuck Keep it everybody. In. You know what? This is Legends in Review, and everybody can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I'm my pronouns are she, they. Hi, I'm
0: your host, Ari. <laughs> my Hi. pronouns are they, them, him, his
3: um hi i'm <laughs> gabby
0: i am a guest question mark
3: and my pronouns are she her
0: just, GC's legends of tomorrow. this is also gc's legends of tomorrow with this
2: Honestly, the secret if you've heard about the secret good legends of tomorrow congratulations you found it
3: you found it you have done it you've stumbled if you're the someone goal. who
2: works for gc's legends of tomorrow no you haven't this is no not you have not this, this is nothing i am i speaking of You're i don't gonna listen get too to too much i can't even read
0: oh no I love so much and I'm not gonna say any name. i just I think it is so funny that every so often I can go out in public to like normal society, like with like regular people, and mention Grace eBooks and other people know who I'm talking about. Oh my god. And are like, oh I know them and I'm like, oh wow. So we'd never escaped the hell of Tumblr 20-
2: twenty comedy and entertainment. We as a society will not know peace until allegedly, and again, I am not calling for a direct threat. This is just a joke. Drag Grace ebooks into the street. <laughs> yeah, for the purposes of comedy and entertainment. Yes. Oh, as you do.
0: Extremely.
2: <laughs> it's oh, like, oh, I just winner. think
0: it is so funny that like, we did have an apocalypse in 2012 because we're just repeating all of 2012 Tumblr over and over again forever until we die.
2: Well, you know what? Then maybe they shouldn't have made the angel gay.
0: <sighs> I was gonna say. I was like, we did get canon Destiel? Question mark. So you know, which I'm of sure. course happened. Listen, I want
3: all of the viewers, all of the listeners back home to know that I am in the same state as Misha Collins as we speak right now, and it haunts me every day, and I know people that have lived in the same town as him, and he's apparently the worst person to live in the same town with. Why? I didn't get any specifics because I didn't talk to this person directly, but I just want that, I want, I want the people to know that Misha, Misha Collins is unfortunately living in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, unsurprisingly. unsurprisingly,
2: is that not just, is that just, is the Pacific not- Northwest not super hell? I mean, it's, it, it is if you were, uh, fucking in the
0: seventies. Cause you guys had like, it was like here in LA had like seven serial killers a piece. There was like a point in LA where there were three separate serial killers going out and about around the same time where it's just like, damn. Okay.
2: Fuck the West coast, I guess. Now. Um, so the first episode of the seventh season we titled I Write Sins, Not Tragedies, for reasons that will become obvious as we continue to discuss. And the second episode is titled Homosexual RoboCop, which is a shortened version of the original title, Diversity Win, That RoboCop is a Homosexual.
0: That RoboCop who's going to kill you and violate your human rights is homosexual
2: but and of course and then my alternate title for um 702 which is just if she's your girl why is she telling me to squirt dc's legends of tomorrow Okay.
1: okay damn so here's the thing we actually
0: recorded part of the reason this was such a cursed fucking season was like we recorded all of episode one we had a great time i talked about how much i it's it, it's still i think one of my favorite episodes of the series ever after all of this and then we lost the files oh so oops so like oops, i don't know files oops no files so this is technically a re-recording of a lost episode um well
2: what that... happens is that craig deletes your recordings after seven oh. days and i forgot to download them
0: I see.
3: Well, now it's a remixed version because now instead of just you guys, it's me here, tier- me here too. That's so. true.
2: So that is End, true. Of, end of last season. Um, let's just recap the Kingdom Hearts 2.8 of episodes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh,
0: All right. guys, real quick, I just want to mention that I'm what
3: I'm gonna the have to does go. That mean?
0: Don't worry I, about it.
3: I, I have to go soon to get my order. Okay, that's fine. let's. I'll let you let know, when know when I'm getting
2: go. up. Um. Okay. Fucking reeling from whatever reference that fucking was. Don't worry about um, it. Don't. do don't, don't worry, worry about about it. It. addicted to drugs and then died and then undied. Um. But he's gone. Spooner and Astra fell in love. And that's it. Yeah, pretty much. I must go now. My planet needs
0: me. Etc. Etc. Yeah.
2: Jeff Johns fucking pulled John out with a hook like it was a vaudeville show routine. Seriously.
0: Looking forward yeah. to this Justice League show they poached him for never getting off the ground. Or we end up in the same situation with the like we do with the flash movie or maybe that's coming out next year probably but we destroyed flash cw to fucking do it for like four years so congrats they Destroyed
2: Flash cw because grant Gustin deserved it
3: yes i would also hesitate to say that uh they completely destroyed the flash when the flash was already self-destructing when they completely I was gonna say, i'm like to, to be fair the, the flash, flash done it and themselves. also fucking gave every wally thing to, to to bury but we're moving on
0: yeah um oh no way home um, oh i was about to say like no way home i am gonna say the one nice thing about my dad getting covid is i don't have to go <laughs> sit in theaters okay he's fine he's i i talked to him he's he's got like mild cold symptoms
2: gail wants a little house on the prairie and so i'm just trying to make i'm like what do all the houses in fucking red dead redemption look like
3: oh i, I think i fucked the prairie one up completely because i could, i didn't understand what they were asking for <laughs> like a dumbass.
2: What do the houses in Red Dead Redemption look like before um, some kind of undisclosed, horrible event happens to the inhabitants?
3: Oh, you will have to Google that, my friend, because I have not played that video game.
2: Oh, I was being facetious. I know exactly what happened. No, I was referring to what they look like. I know what... Oh, I I was also, I was being facetious about that. I know exactly what they look like.
3: Okay, I was making sure because I knew you were being facetious about the disaster that happened to them. (laughs)
2: Well, I'm not, because usually, like, if you can go into a house, it's because no one's in there. Uh Uh-huh. And if Uh, no one's in there, it's probably because the entire family was somehow murdered. Fun. And then Red Dead Redemption really loves that Todd Howard-style storytelling, where they're like, Captain's log date. Today, I am going to go fuck a bear. Hope it goes great. Thanks, Todd. And then there's, like, a guy whose body... And like a bear. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what happened here.
3: Captain's Logs can really just be so sexy and so wonderful, but
1: you are not Jim Kirk. So. Tom, D- Todd Howard. <laughs> for
2: the immersive storytelling.
3: Oh, yes, the immersive storytelling of Jim Kirk pining f- so fucking much with his eyes. It's so funny how much of... Why, are
2: sp- you, why do you as a man need friends? So you can have sex with them? Exactly. Me to steal Adam.
1: Yeah. God. those fucking... I miss those homosexuals, I'm not gonna lie. I think we all do.
3: I miss them so much. I also miss, speaking of homosexuals that I miss, I miss Nora and Mona every day that I take breath. They would love Esper, Esper and Astra, Astra
2: so much. Um, Something, I mean, I know that Nora Dark showed up on the Flash briefly during the crossover event because Damien Dark killed, like, the Legends or something in some timeline. I don't know. Here's the thing. What matters is that in this Flash mega crossover, number one, um, I guess Ryan and Sophie are married, but number two, Iris and Ryan, gay. Gay, they gay, get gay homosexual, gay. From different shows, get to interact. And gay, to interact. Gay, with gay, woman. homosexual, gay.
3: Yes, I'm also glad that the Flash is keeping it quarantined to themselves this year. I'm fucking. I've never been
2: happier. Um, and they might have messed up like the Elicity ending where she in the future goes to fucking keep Oliver at the gates of hell like Sailor Pluto or whatever. Oh, I didn't know anything about that shit um and so and also because iris told <laughs> mia that oliver was like a crazy murderer and i was like finally somebody tells the truth around here god content for me i'm like oliver i'm like you guys are awfully mad at iris when um in that one crossover event Hi, sorry where... I just had to teach mia Whoop, how to do yeah. chicken had to rip bones out of a chicken because mia was like "Ew, this is gross i'm not doing
0: it and i'm like all right fine fair enough I'll roll up my In stable. that
2: one crossover event OB. where um, Barry and Oliver switched places, Barry was like, "Felicity is not my beautiful wife," and Oliver was like, "I will fuck Iris so fast." Yeah, that's fair. So maybe come get your man.
3: Seriously, I just love. And
0: you may tell yourself, "This is not my beautiful house." Barry
3: Allen is, as much as, as much as we love to joke, as, much as, as, as cute as Bericity would have been in his mid-game, it was nef- definitely like, Felicity would also be like, this is not my beautiful life, where's Iris?
2: Yeah, that's fair. You know when two people marry each other because they're trying to marry Iris West? <laughs> oh, you know how well, it is. I can
3: see Baricity <laughs> mid-game, and, then they're, and Felicity's like, wait, we need a third. And he's oh, like, yeah. what?
1: He's like, it's going to be Iris. And he's like, ah! <laughs> All
2: right! Um, Right, so everybody, apparently Eobard thaw, not Matt's Eobard, because nobody ever wants me to be happy. No, never. Um, um, Everybody thinks that Barry killed the Legends, where I'm like, okay, Barry would absolutely kill Ray, Sarah, and Nate with very little prompting. And then they're like, and also he killed Cisco. and I'm like, something is not right here. (laughs) You know, no never he would never kill
3: Cisco, never ever in a million years. He would kill himself first if he I if mean legitimately like he would be like, okay, okay, King, what's the new fashion de- what's the new fashion decision? We're going to go evil now.
0: Like, good Lord. also they 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 um the villain this season on the flash looks what like he looks like fucking that one Irish wrestler, and I don't know if maybe it isn't actually
2: just him. <laughs> oh my God. Make i minutes. don't know anything about wrestling
0: i don't know i only know, know i on know enough about wrestling in my time on in school on. and i know this much which is if john cena asks the children of america to kill their parents they would do it yes <laughs> like without a second's hesitation i really? i, he I every child a is a, out a out sleeper pot pot agent. Your kids i need you to kill your parents you don't see me and, then <laughs> that would and be then they'd be like so true king like they would I really, truly, like, children really do, like, it's just, I, I don't know what it is about John Cena, but he has he has that talent. Um, so DC's lessons for
1: Tomorrow. <laughs> right, okay, okay wait, so, wait. did we even talk
0: about <laughs> what happened last season? Oh, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, I don't think so. Also,
3: if my record, or if my sound quality is just dog shit, that's because I'm still smoking my cigarette. No,
2: you sound fine.
0: You're fine. Um, so what happened last season was a mess, and then well, John was great, judges.
2: Bishop was great. So Tala, okay, here's the thing. I I I say it on, but I'm I'm just. It's Tala and Rafi are very private about their relationship, so I'm not going to go into too much detail about like that. But they are married, and Hold he on is one fantastic. Second. Let's use the
0: scissors. Then just cut it into chunks with the scissors.
2: Oh my gosh. Sorry.
0: Continue. <laughs>
1: No, are you good? <laughs> oh, God, I fucking hope. Are we good? Okay. Then yes, we're um, good. Continue.
2: He played Bishop, who... And it's, it's a real shame, because Bishop is, like, the best villain this stupid show has ever had. On arguably the best villain they've had ever. One of the worst seasons. And it's just, it's like... awful. You absolutely hate to fucking see it. <laughs> so
1: fucking Bishop- unfair. Bishop was robbed. Was- um season. Well, no,
3: he's not. Kind, kind of. But that's getting ahead of ourselves. So it?
2: this season. Oh right. And then the legends are like, well, um, let's go back to our time. Like, well, Zari sucks. Sucks for you, I guess. We're um, gonna, let's go home. Think yeah.
3: that John is gonna be a different character next season.
2: Um and. I, oh, fuck. Duh, duh. Nothing really grinds. Okay, a lot of things grind my gears. But I'm like, Zari honestly did not care how Sarah looked at that wedding. She was like, I'm going to fuck this woman up. She's like, her I her am heart. literally heartbroken and you want to get married. <laughs> I'm going on the war path. You're going to look like a fucking Cheeto. Her heart. And she did.
0: It is one of those things where, like, I think we we were so mean to last season. I don't want to focus on it too much. Yeah. Um, because you can just listen to us all being mad about that.
2: Um, lore. Sure, Lore. Oh, Look, hi, it's, it's Lore. It's Lore. This is Lore. Yeah, in the room. <laughs> is this Lore? This is Lore. No. Is this Loss? Hello. Um,
1: the Chubby.
0: Sorry, hold the on. The Chubby, Chubby, Chubby. Very chubby. important news. The Chubby has come over to sit by my desk.
1: Hello. Huh. All
0: right. So um, season seven starts off where season six ended. Um, Blood everybody's style. hanging out in his mom's house. Okay, how the heck can you guys hear me?
2: I can yeah. hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Uh, no. I mean, wait, yes, I can.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. That audience. really was the
0: auditory equivalent okay. of like, where are my keys while you're holding your keys? Holy shit. All right. okay, um, no, I was just so really
2: confused because I kept trying to throw jokes at you and we were getting fucking just bold the fuck up. And I was like, what is going on? Rachel? I also
0: wanted to cut in as well. I, for some reason, I thought that you guys were appreciating that I was trying to do a succinct summary of what the fuck happened last season. No, but I wanted to make a comment about the
3: the circus thing because I was going to say, like, I don't think that that's true because in season three, like, one of the first episodes was the hot nightmare where Nate got shit-faced drunk and then gets kidnapped by P. Barnum, whatever his name, P.T. Barnum. And there's a saber tooth tiger at the circus, and it emphatically only works because they managed to pass it off. But, like, it was an aberration before that.
0: You know, fuck it. Um, well, to but be fair- was not I- in this episode, and I cannot stress enough what a loss that was. That is fair. That would have been really funny. Yes. Um, but no, I just meant in terms of, like, if they tried to pull yes. this shit in, like, 2021, like, the fuck? I think I've been to a circus, like, once in my yeah. life. I don't mm-hmm. remember anything about it. Like, no one really goes to the circus anymore. This is not want? viable for your I don't know. Ari, what do I want for dinner? Uh, mm. That's a good question. I'm going to say, I don't want to say Indian because I want to have when we come up. So I'm, I'm saying no to.
1: Uh, we had berg, something with vegetables in it. Vegetables. About- um. And that could be Chinese food.
2: Hmm, that's a good point. Okay. Um, I was trying to make a joke. Okay, so my joke, my joke was about um, Ava has the time bureau manual on her at all times. Where which does she keep it? And the joke was that she keeps it up her butt. Thank
1: you. PDF. Which I thought would be funny. to be found up your butt. Um, but well, that's comedy. Um, that is comedy. comedy... <laughs> that's comedy, guys. These are the jokes, people. Um.
0: I do think I do think it works in like a decent amount of settings, but if it's twenty twenty one, you can basically get the same effect by just saying it's an ARG, um, because no one really. I fully said, knows.
2: "I said it's a podcast convention. It's a live podcast show.
0: It's a live podcast recording." That again, I live in fear of the day that they have like podcasting on outside of the stabcast thing. I'm really afraid it's going to be like remember Supernatural. Every so often have those episodes making fun of its fandom, and everyone was like, "This is fine." and I was just like, "Wow, okay, we're gonna get that, and it's gonna we're gonna have to sue for likeness infringement
2: but see, that's why I feel like they're never gonna do it.
0: That's it's fair. too close that's fair, that's fair.
2: Um wait, okay, if we could just pause for one second, while Tim and I go through what we want for dinner okay, sure, but please, please, please stay with us for this conversation. Um. Do you want like pasta or like this place sells bratwurst? Bratwurst. 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 And it has schnitzel. Bratwurst and schnitzel. Rata rata.
1: Rata rata. Rata rata. Rata uh... Oh, the chubby. The chubby is yelling uh... at me. The chubby is like,
3: "Give me the affections." Oh, yeah, she came weapons. over. she
0: got a couple pets from me, and now she's
1: going back over' she's like didn't get enough Did Fix not this. Get everyone Tim no nope, a- penis wow, wow. thanks, Tim. thanks wow. for the update.
2: What about what? Penis? he just wanted, he just wanted to add that so Keep here's it. what I'm thinking. um uh, well, you know, here we are reviewing legends and whatever, but I guess we have to think about. The fact that, also, Gigi now has a roommate. Wait, snake I did not really... get the Gigi update.
3: I did not see the Gigi update. I'm assuming we're talking about the, the Chris Fleming variety of Gigi?
2: No, no, no. I just, I just, I just, I meant, um... thought we were
0: talking about... Oh, the and M- I was the was Christmas saying, snake. I literally, hand to God, thought you meant, like, Gigi the Christmas snake. I was like, okay. Oh, okay, this is me! Ari and I are sharing half okay. of a brain cell. So that makes more sense now. Thank you. Um, so DC's Legends of Tomorrow. You want to talk about it?
2: Well, yes, because here's the, here's, and here is the, and the, and the most dramatic thing about this is probably that, um, we actually have really been enjoying this season. And this was a great kickoff to the season, especially given that last season, season six, which happened really, like, we didn't even get a full month between seasons, which I think was another contributor to why this took us so fucking long. Um, it really, really improved. And so part of me is like, should we like talk about like television? Should we talk about like what we liked?
3: I'm still down to complain because I just rewatched the episode, so I have some good things and
1: some bad things to Okay. Say. Um, I
2: mean, I feel like one of the most interesting things about this is, like, last season, Aria and I complained a lot about, like, you gave a lot of plot to Sarah and Ava. They did. And it was really squandered. And now they're actually not really getting a ton of plot. And I think that helped a lot. And also... Dominic Purcell so clearly hated the plot last season. Oh my god, yeah. Like That
0: was genuinely, that was kind of a a big sticking point, is it wasn't like he was having fun with something so goofy. Mm -hmm. He was clearly not happy, and like, as someone who was the, one of the few actors left on the show to like, who kind of knew the score and had been there for a while, watching him clearly Mm -hmm. be so fucking miserable, was not a pleasant viewing experience.
2: No, it wasn't.
3: No and it really it sucked because it's like that plot line had potential to just be kind of like a gag and move on but then it didn't it had to be like this deep emotional moment which extra didn't work when Dominic Purcell clearly hated being here and it's like okay well why would why would we be happy that this is happening when clearly no one involved is having a good time
1: mm-hmm.
3: why you gotta send him
0: off like this his last season
3: yeah and also like for them to do this while completely and I I I don't know, this might be completely out of my ass because I don't know when Lost in Space filmed, but I know that season 3 came out recently and so maybe that was why we couldn't get... um, Yeah,
2: I think there was a big conflict with that, unfortunately. I don't know why they
3: couldn't have found a different way to make it apparent that she was going to be away for a little while. Like, I don't know why
0: they couldn't have done literally anything else.
1: Yeah, that was also kind of a plot line
0: that now that I think about it, with all the benefit of hindsight, it just doesn't ever get resolved. Mm-mm. like the last time we meet them she's still like mad at him for randomly abandoning her again and they never seem to actually like come to middle on They're,
2: that Oh, well, that's why he's gonna go raise his horrible egg children because he knows that Lita never got over him not being there for her and I'm like this was a horrible conclusion
0: yeah that is literally the worst possible conclusion okay so my daughter is still struggling with me not being there for her so the best thing I can do is fuck off with my new wife's kids and it's like wait
3: also
1: fucking like the alternative
3: what? of it being is that like mick's send off is that he is going to bond with his daughter by both of them having newborns at the same time question mark i guess,
2: I guess. okay let's
0: I guess because like yeah you, you know. could have literally just had kayla go like oh i want to stay on earth and mick just be like yeah sure fuck it we'll hang out with my daughter and her weird alien kids now and like whatever fucking whatever do you know what i mean Like just, It was such an unceremonious end for a character who up until that point literally had one of my favorite television arcs ever and I'm so tired.
3: Yeah, Uh, it was a really disappointing arc for Mick to end on after everything that happened because he and Kayla got to kind of connect but they didn't really get to they're still really early on in their situation and we know so much about Mick that he's just like he's not the kind of guy to like commit himself to somebody, especially because he usually has, like, you know, the self-worth, self-doubt problems. And so for him to just be like- He got me pregnant.
2: I got him pregnant. I am the reason he can feel love. We are not the same. Etc. Yeah, Uh, I mean,
3: seriously. Literally so much would have been saved if they had somehow convinced Wentworth to just be Leonard's gay, jealous ghost for a couple eps. But no.
2: Yeah, because Mick running off because his husband's gay, jealous ghost shows up again and he's like, you know what? Fuck this ghost. Specifically. (laughs) Perfect ending.
1: That would have made like, so much you know, like, more came sense. came back
0: as like Earth 2 Len and was like, you know what? I'm just going to go hang out with him forever. And we're going to yeah. be. That would be okay too. Because that would be also a fun way to canonize Coldwave last minute. And I know we're technically talking about season seven, but I am like kind of, I'm like, oh, right. They really never did ever resolve the f- thing, Lita. And let me just say, as someone who like, you cannot, him leaving to raise new kids is not resolving that or being a better parent. That's. That's, okay, yeah. but that's worse. You do get how that's worse, right? right, that oh, is, right. It's-
2: Wait, no, okay, because this literally brings me into, um... So, Eugene was talking to the Try Guys about why he doesn't like Christmas. And he's like, my mom announced her divorce from our dad on Christmas morning one year. What the fuck is wrong and with Keith, that woman? <laughs> and Keith just goes, you must have been really bad that year. <gasps> fuck you!
1: Off script just goes, Keith.
0: Yikes, bro. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> Woof, dude. I oh think my I god. I will say that's a joke you can only get away with with like very close friends. Which I get that they are, but I'm also like, also, oh they, were t- they were being <laughs> filmed at the time, also, which is just insane. Oh my god. I mean to be fair we did literally like I want to say less than an hour ago make a joke about like our dad's getting COVID at the same time a year apart so I'm kind of like okay to be fair this is just a thing people do with their friends because like what the fuck do you say to that like what I'm actually another reason I'm glad I'm not at Christmas that means that I don't have to do another one of those oh the saddest goddamn thing you've ever fucking heard. Like yes, that's always- you're here
2: you're here to fucking, in case my mom starts trying to do the saddest thing you've ever goddamn heard, you I can hit that bullet terrible.
1: for me. <laughs> you can just go, how about them, Mets? Oh my God. The Mets. How about them, Mets? Hey, Ride right up Let's and meet the, meet the Mets. Okay, can I, can I kind <laughs> yes. of give
3: my kind of pros and cons list for the first episode to just kind yeah. of get us back for the first episode? Absolutely, thank you. So uh pros obviously zari uh her little scene of her getting to put like she got to make them all over and got to make all of these curtains and things make that were make really over, fun make over. into these clown outfits that were really still very
2: cute and that was really charming yeah, i didn't I love said that... it before but i'll say it again finally Content for me <laughs> and
3: um it was uh, it, the the circus thing was kind of also a bit of a downer because it's like okay, so Gary's just still gonna be the guy that messes everything up all the time. We're still going there, even after all of the stupid bullshit y'all pulled last season. We're still coming back around to this version of the character. Cool, oh, you cool, know cool. whatever. Cool, cool,
2: cool. Well, because Moving I was on. like, are we not doing alien? Like, like there are so many, th- and we'll talk about this because it is relevant in the next episode. There are so many things that happen with Gary where I'm like, yeah. What are we, like, I think um, Robot Gary, just to jump ahead to, like, stuff about the season is mm-hmm. definitely, like, I think just the alien, where I'm like is this the choice we wanted to make? It. I don't know Robot Alien Gary. What is the Holocaust?
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 And then uh, other pros for the episode. I think just died. Yeah, I'm I just,
0: just like, died the fucking opening to Fiddler on the roof playing oh very my quietly God. in the background. I'm gonna it
1: kill myself. let to the credits. <laughs> Legends is just over. Legends <laughs> like is the over. whole show. So why not
3: just finish the series? Not to quote Ryan Bergara, but why not no, just end didn't. the series? Or it might have been Shane. I don't know. Regard regardless. So the cla- So like the circus stuff was kind of fun, kind of bad. And then you have some beautiful, as always, Astra with Astra putting on that spell, and then it quote unquote failing, and then she got was like in the bed and then zari's little thing with the key for john if i just and
0: say being... what in the hurt comfort ass like that's like some fanfic shit and i say this as a fanfic author that's some fanfic shit what the fuck are you doing what the s for astra or the yeah like, literally yeah. oh my god over i overexerted myself and i have to lay down in the bed so that you can so you can just be like it's okay it's okay i'm gonna take care of you like
2: well what the fuck you know what's even worse you know what's even worse is that literally not two episodes ago they were doing that with spooner like ass and then astra was the one leaning where i'm like damn these gay." okay rachel you you are now legally and morally obligated
3: to make that gift set parallel if you have not already yeah anyway moving on esper astra and astra and her mom were very good i feel like uh I, uh I love that i i both love and don't love that spooner's mom takes everything in stride because on one hand i feel like she should be the parrot that gets to be like hey what the fuck because we got all that shit about nate's dad in season four that we did not need to ever have uh and for her to just be totally 100 percent cool with everything all of the time it kind of makes me sad because I feel like she's being kind of flatlined into just, like, the con- like the support character. But I yeah. also love her for Spooner because, you know, she
0: didn't get to have her relationship with her mom.
2: Well, so, and that's I think it actually... Was also,
0: we're, like, we're not keeping, like, it's nice that Spooner's mom is alive, but we're yeah. not... Keeping, we're leaving in an episode and a half, so we don't really have time to give well, her...
2: It. I Something that interested me as well is, like, so... Like, Spooner's mom is one of the only good parents we have ever had on this absolute garbage show. 100%. Um, and the thing is, we kind of have already had, like, Zari Toma's saved time and does not, and Zari, but Zari Tarazi does not have a relationship with her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, the parents
0: literally saved the timeline for, which is so sad. Yeah. Tragic.
3: Literally tragic. And then Zari Tomaz can't even really be around for it anyway
2: no she can't and it's and that and that is another can of fucking worms we're gonna have to unlock um in a couple in a couple of recordings from now
1: stay tuned and
2: i mean i actually what i think was i don't i don't want to cut you off but i think what was fascinating about this episode is I was, there's a lot of places where Legends would usually cut them off, especially because we know that they are not, have not been super great to their characters of color. And I'm not saying this in a way that's like, wow, Legends did this right. Racism is over. Um, But they actually allowed um, Spooner and Astra and like Zari especially, who just broke up with John, like a lot of breathing room. And I was kind of like, huh, it's interesting that they're... And I continually had expected them to be like, okay, and that was their one episode of Breathing Room. But they keep consistently getting to do more. Mm-hmm. Which is what I think is making this season really strong. But that's just um, that's just one thing I wanted to add.
3: No, agreed. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, season six had a really hard time because... The first half was cut in half between two characters and then the rest of the cast. This balance of splitting the team at the end of the first episode of Spooner, Astra, and not, not that they know about it, but Gideon. That trio and then the trio uh, or the, and then the rest of the team, that ended up being better, especially because they found a way to have it a third set with the little key room, magic room yep. that John gave. We is did it. We spent, a lot we spent the B a lo-
2: lot in the C plot. <laughs> we spent a lot of fucking money on that set. You're gonna see it. We're not yeah. having
3: John anymore because DC said we couldn't have him anymore because fucking I guess they're doing a show that they might not even do. But we digress. But they're like, we are using that fucking set. And you you especially cause they gave up the Wave Rider for so long. They were like, fuck you, we need another set. We we've already we spent so now much money blowing it, up the we, Wave Rider.
2: We did full on give it up, didn't we? Like, yeah, like we lost, and, and like that set was still there. We saw it in the Hundo. Well,
0: I, I think they, they were basically taking a break from it for the purposes. And it's like, and like, listen, that is definitely a thing where they were like, well, we need to have like sort of like a hub kind of set again. But I do respect them for going. We're
1: not going to use this set for X amount of time. Thank you, baby. I love you. You're welcome um uh for x amount of time because it's like narratively appropriate because mm-hmm.
0: honestly that's really that's like that's like a quarter of their budget they're throwing away right there and by that i mean a literal quarter since that's yes half their budget that's a big but i but um, but, um, ch- um ch- thank, thank you. you thank you no i, mean, I appreciated
2: be- it i thought it. i still it was very it was funny i enjoyed I- it
0: Listen, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's it doesn't have to be funny. It just has to be. It just has to exist. Um, but like no the review. Let's do oh. the review.
2: It just has to get put out at this point in our lives. It just yes. has to get done. At this point, we just have to fucking yell shit. And I'm not even. I just realized I am sitting with my back to the fucking microphone.
3: I can hear you just fine though, babe. So I'm not worried about it. <laughs> no, but it just
1: it Thank is very
3: you. funny to, to realize that you've been doing this all wrong I imagine that's how professional podcasters feel like when they realize that they've been recording an entire episode using their computer microphone and not their professional microphone for Riffin McElroy uh, I imagine how that's Pray a comparable
1: her.
2: feel slay her
1: slay her Listen. sipping on the truth tea
2: honey.
0: why do, you- honey, why do, you- why do we even this. bother having the both of us I- point if it's just one of us for an episode would people even really notice
3: i think that they would notice if only for the different references that are missing
0: i was gonna say though i box. think if we put some reverb there though and so it sounded like it was just two people saying
1: the same thing we'd be fine Max,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so true
1: so doctor I think I this bled tracks a little bit. yeah
3: i bled it a little bit into the second episode but uh it's fine yeah, whatever. Who cares? This is a joint. This is a joint unit. We're appreciating this as two things.
2: So... Well, you said joint. Um, I just want to say, <laughs> like, I guess. Also, I just did want to really take a moment to appreciate, like, Zari is so heartbroken, and, like, I think it's really interesting because the last scene she has with John, she's he's like, well listen, you're the love of my life, but I can't be with you. And I would do all of this again with you in a heartbeat. And she says, me too. But then when you like actually get to spend time with her, you kind of feel like, oh, I don't think she would.
1: I don't think no. she thinks this
2: was worth it. And I think that's no. really sad. Like, it is really sad because when we look at Zari at the beginning of the season here, we realize that she doesn't actually, like Matt Ryan said that John, like, Zari is the love of John's life. Um, and none for Constant Green buy. None and, for Constant <laughs> Greenby. But um She doesn't think that. No, I Like don't, when I she's like, Why did he give me this key? Like, she doesn't she doesn't actually think he ever like loved her. And I don't know if that's ever actually going to be resolved, and that is the fucking saddest thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah,
3: oh, yeah. Zari, Zari like watching the person that she cared about completely going off the rails and we can't really put the blame on him for that because it was just bad writing but like for her as a character to watch that happen and be like okay well i watched him do all this other crazy shit and i and i heard from all these other people how much he has improved since he first joined the team and then his name
2: i think she feels very well because okay so there were some cut scenes Um, one between Zari and Nate Haywood, where she says, I guess other me has better choice in men, and then she and Nate stare at each other, and I'm like, cheating plot lines can be sexy.
3: Cheating plot lines can be sexy when it's fucking Tala and fucking Nick fucking overdoing the chemistry, like, pulling, putting it all the way up to 11.
2: Okay, maybe, maybe that's sexy to me. And technically, John was a mushroom, so it wasn't cheating at that time, and- Yeah, Don he's a mushroom.
1: Was
3: already, he was already down for the count at that point.
2: If he's a mushroom for any period, it doesn't count. And also, um, there's another scene where basically Berad is trying to. It's Sarah sort of wandering the halls of the Wave Rider, and she stumbles upon Beyrod and Zari arguing because Berad and like we have to keep in mind, and this is something that was really underplayed. In season six and um, that I'm loving in season seven is that we're getting a lot more um, Behrad and Zari and we're getting to see them a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because it was kind of like when we met them, um, we knew they didn't get along. And then Zari was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to try to be a better sister. And Behrad was like, I instantly forgive you.
1: Berad, and she was like, all he's ever
3: wanted was for her to like pay I mean, attention. Exactly, to Exactly. Oh, yeah
2: and and like there were times in season 6 especially where it seemed like he was like not jealous of John in that way specifically but jealous like hey I've been competing for my sister's attention for my 25 life. years and you just fucking showed up yeah <laughs> you asshole but so the scene that was deleted is him trying to tell Zari to talk to the mushroom and she expresses I'm sorry. like what real a great sentence she expresses First of all, real, like, anger at him for being kind of like a pothead, which is the first time we've ever seen her do that. Uh-huh. Which is great, because it didn't even make it into the episode. And then... Oh, I love that. And then also, she says, I thought I loved... So, for Nate, she says, I thought he loved me, I thought he wanted to change. And Nate is like, I'm sure he did love you. Like, it was just hard, you know, things are hard for John. Which I appreciated, but, like... She tells Bayrod, she's like, I thought I loved him, but I was just another mark for a really good con man. And I was like, first of all, from Dusk Till Dawn, the series. And second of yeah. all, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: um, perhaps the worst thing I've ever heard in the world ever.
3: Yes. God, it's really so heartbreaking and it just sucks so bad that John has to be gone. And Because it's like it sucks so bad when it's so clear that DC is the one fridging this character and not the Legends actor or Legends writers because his actor is still fucking here so he could we could do a, a, a some sort of plot with john the mushroom john the alien i would have loved being. to have
0: seen john having to get back in her good graces this season it's literally just because jeff john could have gun at him from off screen he he joined the ranks of len and rip in the in the fucking depressed
3: men whose lives are disasters and they got absorbed by the time stream it just keeps happening it just keeps happening
2: Three of nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it keeps
1: <laughs> happening. Oh, my God. Just imagining the three of them trapped in a closet together is just so funny to me, personally.
2: Funny for a lot of reasons, because you used a closet, which is a metaphor for people <laughs> being gay.
3: I didn't even do that on purpose.
2: In this essay, I won't hesitate. Um.
1: Also... So
2: we, um, like there's something inherently romantic and also not romantic to me about, and like, I know that when I, I know saying that, that just sounds like me saying zero net information. Zero information. God damn it. But, but what I'm actually trying to say is it's romantic that John left Zari his house because he's trying to give her a place to escape because the two of them were foils for each other. And he knows how much he needed this sort of space to get away from being the persona of John Constantine. But it's also not romantic because he's not there and she feels his absence more strongly because of this gift.
3: My god. God. Yeah. Yeah, that is just like a double-edged sword like all the way down. Because it is
2: his Um, fucking house. And, of course, if you are me and you're a genius and you do and you write fan fiction, then obviously he's wherever. He's just sort of, how long have you been standing there? I don't know. <laughs> what time is it? Um. Thank you. But, you know, it's also when she offers Bayrod, like, well, no, I love being famous. And um i don't know why john would give this to me and clearly he didn't know me at all and i'm coping fine and i'm doing great and actually everyone else is the problem and she's so right um everyone else is the problem and she's so beautiful um, but and i can relate to this in a lot of ways and what everyone they don't else tell
0: you, is the problem but she's not coping well
2: yeah exactly um and we she's finally get the good... first
3: person that she thought ever actually truly loved her like literally kind of basically self-destructed right before her very eyes and now she's like, trapped listen, in that wasn't on you.
1: no that was on jeff johns yeah we know who did it and <laughs> his name is jeffrey johns jeffrey, jeffrey jonathan jonathan <laughs> jonathan
2: Um. This is actually. I mean, we have not gotten a ton of moments like the one we got between Vera and Zari, so I really appreciated it. Um. Also, I love you guys. I because you're so right. This is sort of the first moments she's gotten between them where she is actually like opening up to someone after being so very badly betrayed. Um. Well, no, I lied. Strike that. Reverse it. I forgot where I was going with this. She is opening up to Bayrod about how John is the first person she ever trusted. And this, to me, is so inherently funny because Bayrod is literally just jumping up and down like, hello. Hello, I am right
1: fucking here.
2: And she's like, that's different. You're my brother. That's different. Well, we're going to, because this becomes more apparent in later episodes, but there is very specifically, like, just to get it in everybody, just to plant that seed in our listeners' heads... Zari very clearly believes that she is not deserving of the love that Bayrod has for her. And oh, like John, I think yeah. she was more easily able to accept because he was a clearly damaged person in the same way that she feels she is a clearly damaged person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Bayrod she sees as a completely good person that she sort of forced her way into his life and I have yeah. some things I say that always make me cry when I say them, so I'm going to wait until later episodes to say it because it factors in also to how zari interact zari 1.0 interacts with their um but it is um she is both simultaneously like well that doesn't count you're my brother but also like well John loved me romantically and you love me in the way that family loves each other but our parents don't love me so obviously the love that you feel for me is at best like temporary or just you being nice obligation and yeah. like I have a question do you ever fucking cry do you ever yeah. want to just make freaking lose it It's just like oh, honey. aren't you tired of being nice
0: speaking like, of John oops
3: oh,
2: sorry yes. you go no, you're fine.
0: I'm just like, it's one of those things where it's like, Zari is such a, and I say this in like a, like, not in a way where I'm like, oh, she's, Brit- like, but it's like, she is so fucking emotionally broken. And this show does not give that the resp- I It's been definitely doing better this season. But I'm just like, she literally does not see herself the way that everyone else on this ship sees herself. And like, it is so goddamn sad. She is a quiet fucking tragedy happening all the time and it sucks.
1: <laughs> so Idol I'm hoping we get
0: more of her in 7B.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, the thing is that, like, why does this mean that both Zaris are... It's it's just... They... And again, I don't want to fucking... I don't want to prematurely ejaculate on this one. Don't know why I immediately went to that. Sorry. Um, oh, you know, Whatever. Oh, you know. But... It just there's a lot about the Tarazi's and the Tomaz sibling, the Tarazi up the Tarazomazi siblings. We're working the we'll Tomazis it, Thank yet. you. We're working. It's it's a work in progress. Um, that is so deeply tragic that I think needs to be explored more because the more we get into them, the more you're like, oh, this is the richest vein the show has,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and yet, and yet.
2: And, and, and I'm just I, like, and do you guys realize that? Sometimes I really think they don't, but I will say I think sometimes people do get mad at me because we did manage to bully the Legends writers into changing their names from the Bullet Blondes writers room back into the Legends of Tomorrow writers room. And listen, it's not my fault that bullying works. Yep, and it's not like, my fault I'm always right. So... It's not my fault they want us to like them.
3: Yeah, frankly, it's their problem, that they need to be liked by a bunch of fuckheads with microphones
1: seriously that we are the gonna...
3: okay so back to john i was gonna use john as a way yeah. to pivot to astra so you're I so think... so true bestie I love give Hester. it to
1: me
3: yes astra i thought it was really lovely that astra got to have that talk with uh spooner's mom and i think that it was really All interesting yes oh god that was the biggest gay shit that was ever happening and then you enter Gideon into it it it's three times as gay because Gideon is horny and then I have I the second episode is focused around Gideon like struggling to communicate and then uh, Spooner's mom like said something about Spooner having a hard time vocalizing till she was like six or so and I was like oh autistic confirmed (laughs) yeah
0: oh Gideon autistic confirmed also (laughs) Yeah, now that she's a person. Thank you for bringing up Gideon because it's something I we're we're jumping a couple episodes ahead, but yes, about this because it's very interesting that, like, Asper, Asper, I keep doing that too, and Spooner take over as like effectively Gideon's parents for like an entire episode. If we want to do like the mom dad team thing,
1: they're like in
0: charge of Gideon for an entire episode and helping them become more human. And like we didn't get any like, oh my god, Spooner and Astra are like mom and dad for Gideon. But like we got that shit with like Sarah and Ava. And it's just like The closest
3: the closest we got with Gideon being a, a child of somebody was Spooner's mom making a joke about how she was yep. a machine and now she's a person, so that makes you basically a mom. And Astra was like, I'm not anybody's fucking mom. And she I think of it more honestly as like if we're gonna if we're gonna put try to put family roles on this i think it's more like a big a big sister or a big cousin that is like taking in a child a a young adult who you know was fucked by their parents and is now
0: i'm so sorry let me clarify i don't mean that's asked i actually i think that's dumb as fuck i do say because it's very interesting that we got something that those kind of people in fandom who do stuff like oh have easily been like wow i can't believe they're like her parents And they don't do that fucking crickets on that. But like, there's an offhanded joke about Sarah and Ava being like, yeah, when
2: Zari says that's gross moms. And then Ava spends the entire episode continually checking on her to see if she's sober enough to have sex with. Like, I just (laughs) want to say first and foremost, apparently someone once attempted to call Zava mother daughter goals. And I want you to know you're not, And I want you to know when people say that I truly do become, I wish everybody went to hell no matter what. Yes.
3: Yeah, me too, honestly. God, how do you people be so fucking wrong?
2: They're like the same age. And then
1: like, also, anything, I do want to say, like,
2: age. I think if she's your girl, why does she keep why does follow she keep me, spending all me. If 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 Sarah is so good at sex and Ava has a safe word, then why does she keep leaving to spend time with Zari?
3: Literally that was the other thing I was gonna mention from the second episode was that there was some really beautiful after the initial Ava Lance mom's joke it was just like continuously ava trying to find a way to help zari learn to cope and she's like well clearly Merod's way is not working for you you mm-hmm. i think you're more like me because we seem to have similar styles for things let's strategize let's clean let's you know do this sort of like analytical doer kind of stuff because when you're in crisis doing nothing is the worst thing for people like us
2: well, because, and then, and that goes right, and that goes again to that feeling that Zari has where it's like, nobody actually likes me, nobody wants to be my friend. And Ava, who is Maybe. the person fucking her, on fire. Who, hey, who has been there
3: for her the, the whole, who, thing whole who, wants time.
2: To be friend. who has been there for her the whole fucking time? Yeah. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag, like a plastic bag, like a plastic plastic bag, like a plastic bag, bag. Um, like a plastic bag, etc.? who, like, and that's what I love about Zari and Ava a lot, actually, if I'm being honest, is that they um, do complement each other so fucking well. They're both type A,
0: but in very different ways. And it's yeah, so beautiful exactly. because it
3: shows the variety that women women can truly have while being no, I similar. Yeah, and
2: they really are such I hate to be like feminism one this time, but the two of them really are such like a good example of like a really positive,
1: complex relationship between women. Yes. Um, Sexism is over ladies. We did it
2: we did it ladies especially because listen i i'm trying to talk more about things i like instead of things i don't like because we do we do have to touch on so damn hard we
3: we do have to touch on nate impersonating uh hoover oh my god nate
2: comes in and he's like i'm jf hoover and everyone's like sure you seem gay enough Um. (laughs) sure that's a white man
3: if i've ever seen one But no, I meant like more like on the train when that whole thing with uh,
0: Igor. I want to jump back. I want to say because I want to say this about the first the first two things about the first episode that I remember. One, I really love. I am such a sucker, and it's because I watched Little Miss Sunshine when I was a little too young to watch Little Miss Sunshine. I am such a sucker for those kinds of scenes where everybody's running to catch up with the car and stuff. Like I think I I just oh, I love that as a team bonding exercise. I'm a sucker for it, and I thought I loved that whole scene. And then two, that scene where like Nate, the gang kills Jay Edgar Hoover, it, and it just fully one of lies the down things that has ever happened in DD's Legends of Tomorrow. Like
3: yes, actually, like, I'm ready to yellow. die. I'm ready to die. And then lays down. It
2: was That's so crazy. funny. Like they I just really out here being the autistic rep we've always needed.
3: Honestly, English. Ava, when she's not
2: directly having to
3: interact with Sarah, is just infinitely more interesting. Like, that's what I mean. I think, oh, I forgot. I actually really like Ava as a
0: character
2: because oh, yes, yeah. season she, she was s-
0: basically a sexy lamp. And then now it's yes.
2: if, sec- if she's a sexy lamp in a sapphic relationship, that's equality, baby. I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Not if, not if the person that is not the sexy lamp well, obviously couldn't be.
3: But Candy Lott's playing her not opposite. Negates that. It is a zero-sum game.
2: Although I will say, and I'll say this about Legends: when the episodes are good and the chemistry is clicking, it makes all of the characters fun to watch. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all of them, Sarah included,
0: unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah, I the, the Jay and Rupert that scene, I like was yelling at the TV. It was the most fun <laughs> i have had watching Legends in a while.
2: That whole the whole first episode, like the thing with the with the memory flasher not working, was fantastic. Oh my god, mm-hmm. yes, it was a
1: comedy. Um, of all of them
2: trying to hide really poorly. Was fantastic. Like the, there were just you were like, <laughs> I hate. Nate flexibly crossing himself. Where you're like, is this acting? Can I call this acting? Can I legally? Yeah, because they were in a,
0: They were in the
1: room with the Cruz family, and he suddenly remembered he's Catholic. Oh yeah.
2: He's like, oh yeah, that's a thing i mean he just sees one person cross themselves he's like oh i know how to do that and he just reflexively crosses (laughs) he's like a monkey and and he he does it and he does it also and it's it's doubly funny because he's doing it because he's in her dead husband's suit and she's like oh no 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 and nate is like i can relate to this
3: (laughs) oh my god that's so funny better it's worse, it's worse. how am i in, I in trouble? trouble is that a real question and then there was the, sh- the kind of shit show there was some fun parts no the tra- the fun parts of the train episode come later i think
2: because the-, the train, train episode, episode is one actually episode. Let's, let's go into the train episode because um the train episode <laughs> okay fucking star white crossfade <laughs> we're we're going into the train episode chugga uh, uh, chugga chugga chugga
3: the first of two train episodes because Spooner and Gideon and Astra ha- also have a train episode they got a train episodes. set goddammit, it and they're gonna use it you know what that's you're absolutely correct that's the real reason the team separated is so they would have multiple uses of that goddamn set oh god you're right of,
2: yeah you're gonna see this we have a train baby and you're gonna fucking see it <laughs> <God>. um <laughs> so for all the train guys out there No, I can't bring up. There are a couple things where it's like the only time that Tim has ever shown interest in DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Well, that was, again, that was also a
0: terrifying moment for me because I am like 99% sure. But we're not
2: there yet, so we can't say it. Okay. So, the first thing I want to mention about the train episode is two things. Number one, if I held up a photo of Phil Clammer and I held up a photo of RuPaul Charles and I said one of these people is going to post the train's flag, because I think it's the trans flag. Would you guess RuPaul Charles? What? I'm just shaking my head. And the second thing is, so Legend seems to be aware that what they did with Gary being an alien, they're like both aware and not aware that it was a terrible idea. Yeah. And so they're they trying... Still,
0: they still had him eat Hoover's body. <laughs> I really thought they were just going to pretend like he wasn't an alien after the season and then they just keep bringing it back and i'm like guys if you had left that in season six i would have forgiven you why are we but then they'll
2: like do stuff like like for example in the 100th they're like not celebrating there's no thing well there's nothing for like eid or ramadan either it's just christian holidays and halloween and there's Mm -hmm. no um hanukkah thing because i'm like huh maybe i guess fuck gary's drag i guess but then they're also like, yeah, Gary and Bayrod are lumped together. And I'm like, really? Why? What's different about Gary that separates him from other white people?
3: <sighs> Legend. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. And they didn't even try to do like a like a it would have been really in bad taste, I feel like, but they didn't even try to have someone peg him as a fruit because that was like his whole thing that it was pretty much head over heels for John, even if John didn't
0: reciprocate. Would have been really funny if they had been like, Oh, I like if he'd been like, It's because I'm Jewish, we would have physically cringed and be like, No, it's because you're a fruit. And that would have been great. They don't have the balls. (laughs) They don't have the balls. They don't have the fucking stones to be that terrible no i will say this here is what i remember of my take on this episode because it was 30 years ago that i watched it
1: i I remember thinking
0: for a decent portion of the episode it is so interesting to me that legends is taking on this plot idea of like white men when faced without an identity of their own to cling to Will decide to choose the path of violence and thus white supremacy. And it is dangerously easy for white men to find themselves without an identity and swayed by the siren call. And then they go, No, it's important to have fun and be yourself at the very end of it. And I'm like, Wait, what? <laughs> like, just completely, you. like they were setting up for it. Like Nate was like, I have to be like Hoover. I can't be, I have to do this. I'm like, this. And I'm like, It's so fascinating to see them talking about how hate gives people an identity. And then they just, just, and then completely, I will like dropped it like a sack of wet mice. Just fucking
2: <laughs> holy shit! Say the thing. There's a couple things that they did in this episode that because Legends has had a problem with race. Can you just, can you just for, cut that off? Legends has had a problem. Legends <laughs> so has had true. a problem for a long fucking time with everything. Um, but specifically. What Legends has been doing this season, and this is the first episode where they do it, is that... um, <laughs> Sorry, Mia just put something. They um are actually allowing their characters who are being discriminated against, like, a way out of the situation. They're not just like, oh, I'm sorry, it's part of the time. Yes.
1: They're like
2: hey, like, if you need to sit this out, you can. And Behrad's like, I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about you. Because again, (laughs) Yeah. I fucking hate gay people so much. It's unreal. I hate gay
3: people so much. Behrad was absolutely like, Nate, I cannot let you go there alone because I know your little nerd history professor ass will turn into one of those weirdos that likes to roleplay the Civil War once a year. And I cannot allow that to happen to you because I know you. You'll go deep into the mindset of it thinking you're doing the right thing and then will totally turn yourself around and get in. And like, Benrod really stir- is like, you know, steers him cl- true. And you can tell that Nate's still okay because at the very end, he manages to have a weirdly funny, sympathetic co- uh, conversation with the bad
2: guy. With the Italian, Ameri- with with Italian the American, the Italian With the Italian American conversation on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, and also he and Bayrod hug, so you were reminded that homosexuality prevails.
0: Oh yeah, as always. Like, I will say, I don't think that Nate, like, Nate as a person, I also really don't think um, would be the kind of person to go, like, full Nazi. That's not what I'm saying, but it's interesting that that's, like, a thing that they were, like, I thought that they were trying to do, because that would have been smart no, and interesting having- to talk about because it's like current and we should talk about how like this is like a radicalization problem no
2: legends doesn't want to talk about things that are actually current they only want to make pop culture references that will be outdated Absolutely. in the next year Absolutely. of course and we love doing this but it did kind of fascinate me unlike us who referenced
0: things from 10 years ago so we're never current but we are timeless god damn it
2: um, so well jojo's it's... bizarre adventure has been around for like 80 up, years or whatever so i, I think we're fine
0: anything, leave me alone Ari's been so good and has not I
1: mentioned pokemon or anime, anime.
0: <laughs> i did talk about how it's really fucking bold they think that i'm gonna give a shit when legends Arceus comes out but like i'll watch i will just be playing legends rcs at the time um... Legends Arceus? I yeah I yeah I have to, I'm gonna have to Call it Legends Arceus I and mean, JoJo's is also coming out in January
3: part two part six. Well yeah they're LA... releasing
0: it monthly and I haven't even talked about part six yet because you know what I care about people getting something out of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think. What I will have something even to talk about this I that everyone's inexplicably mad about and it's like go away I'm tired. I'm tired um, Speaking of speaking of Switchers, no, though, we're not going to talk about Joseph Joseph's bizarre adventure. Not like I am like talking this. about. My partner got me a wonderful Christmas gift, and it's fantastic and great. I am not talking about Joseph Joseph's bizarre adventure. This is violence. Fucking gay. This is violence <laughs> between the gays. I am saying nothing. It's hey, <laughs> is violence. on violence. <laughs>
2: Truly, us <laughs> at all times. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so what the fuck did we do here?
2: What are we? Uh, Trade. Okay. okay. Well, no, you were talking about Nate Haywood, white supremacy. Zari does some drugs, which was kind of fun. We didn't um, start the fire. It was always Nate meets some Italian Americans. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I
1: also phenomenal. Loved, I did, I did right, love love. <laughs> I
3: did love Nate getting to play a detective and like him proving that Edgar hoover or whatever J. Edgar Hoover is not an actual fucking detective because he would have done what those guys wanted him to do and what he would yes, have wanted yes that was one of the scenes Jared and gary and instead nate is like i am solving this fucking case
2: <laughs> that was really, one of the scenes where i was like oh okay maybe we maybe we're kind of slowly but surely learning something about the human condition maybe
3: maybe once Because it turns out a fucking animal had the purse. Like a dog had the purse. And so everyone realized, oh, hey, haha, what a joke. But it's like, do we... It's like We don't really get to know whether or not there's any gears turning in anyone's brains or if this is just a... It's very unlikely. But what matters is
2: that... What matters, I think, about that scene is that Nate had the chance to... um, in order to stay in LARP character peak form he was expected to sort of just make it, pin it on Bayrod and Gary. Um, and he instead chose to sort of Please have fun welcome. with it, where I was like, my God, everyone, it's working. The spell. Um,
3: <laughs> the potions we've been brewing for the last five years are finally working.
2: And I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I, I blacked out thinking about how turned on Ava clearly was when Zari had that clipboard.
3: Oh, yes, for sure. That was also so, so cute, and I love that Ava, as soon as she was like, using the infinite whiskey refrigerator not to drink, but to obsess over thinking about who could be possibly, hi- hypothetically driving the wave rider and trying to do some sort of brainstorming to try to get them out of the situation that they're in, rather than just sitting on their asses, which is Ava's jam. The sticky notes were so cute. I the cried. Notes saying, were cute. I think, in the Time Masters, I laughed.
2: I laughed out loud. I was like, oh, yeah, those
3: guys (laughs) were mentioning those guys.
2: I mean, my primary worry about when we were recording this podcast, speaking of the Time Masters, is that we were just going to keep talking about the way Gideon looked at Rip in the 100th. But we're doing a really good job of not talking about it, guys.
3: I'm, i've been really having to like rem- remind myself of like no wait that's in the hundred that's in the hundred with stuff with gideon astra and spooner because those three in the hundred i'm sad i didn't get to record that one with you guys because i have so many emotions about them but they were really beautiful it was really good to see leonard again and it was so funny that i don't even think they picked up dom i think they just fucking found some body double and had him lay on the floor that was Vic rory
2: it was but a then- cpr dummy
3: and then Jax was british because gideon's obsessed with him and it's just such proof that rip really meant for Jax to be his successor and i'm like oh i don't know who sarah lance is i'm here for captain jefferson jackson
0: i mean to be fair i do love that gideon was like what who the hell is this this is this is an episode about jefferson jackson and also
2: my other husband my
0: other
1: well, and we will only and truly, and, and truly, I'm the 100th sad. was
2: was incredible for the scene where Gideon is thinking about how traumatized she was when Bera died and how traumatized she was when Rip died. And then everyone else's trauma just kind of gets lumped together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those like, you are were not so the favorite. Important.
3: Those two were so important to her. And it's so important to me that that's how that worked out. You are not the favorite.
2: And our trauma too, right, Gideon? Sure, whoever you people are. I really,
3: I really, it would have been cute. I don't know how they could have swung it, but it would have been cute for her to get some sort of, like when she remembered Zari Tamaz, like that being another one of the three. Because Zari Tamaz yeah. and her were very close.
2: Um, no, that's too much. That's too many relationships between women. Go fuck yourself. Oh! Uh- You fucking fool, you absolute idiot,
1: my bad from the bottom of my fucking heart, my B.
2: you absolute fucking clown
3: i'm I'm painting on my clown makeup as we speak <laughs> I think we're kind of coming towards the close I mean we
2: play. are there was there are other things about the Hoover episode that I know I'm fucking forgetting that I'm gonna get really mad about not having said i mean
3: are we gonna talk about igor and the russian thing right
2: okay so this is another thing about legends which is that um yeah the whole
3: workers rights question mark thing yeah the communism. the legends of tomorrow mentioning
2: communism but not really sure (laughs) on on the one hand they, they skimmed the surface of talking about communism on the other hand given that marvel and its U.S. military budget are so the norm now. The fact that they're like, no, the people who support workers' rights are correct that was is so kind incredible. of wild because I didn't know people were allowed to do that anymore.
0: So true. I mean, seriously. Although, hey, speaking of workers' rights, Kellogg's, Kellogg's finally won their strike. Yes! Mazel tov. Hell Yeah.
3: I saw that. I was overjoyed because they were like, yeah, we we made no concessions. And I'm like, fucking good. I'm proud of you. I'm glad
2: for you. I mean, we've literally been recording for two hours and guys, we actually spent a decent amount of time talking about Detective Comics Comics Legends of Tomorrow.
3: We did it, gamers.
1: We did it. Um... We fucking we did it.
2: Sometimes, uh, Gab, have- I really like having you here because oftentimes what happens with a third person is that Ari and I will start talking about what what the fuck ever. All the and time. And then the third person will be like, hey, do you see Legends of Tomorrow? And we're like, what the fuck is that? I yeah. am
3: also here to be like, what the fuck is going on? Let's talk about a joke.
2: <laughs> for 15 minutes. Anyway, diversity. Oh, okay, there's a line in the second episode of Detective Comics Comics Legends of Tomorrow that they give to Sarah, and it's actually a really good line, which, you know, unlike that one line that Sarah had that one season, which is, I'd rather live in a truth. Oh, as, my uh, God. Truth so is real instead of a dream. That's a lie. And I'm yep. like, see, yep, if they really actually amazing. played into Dirtbag Sarah, and we like, I, that's nothing. I love Dirtbag Sarah. I miss Dirtbag Sarah yeah, so We're going out. You guys don't understand. You don't appreciate. You didn't deserve her. Um, no. Oh, you fuck.
3: God, I sometimes I just reread your guys' early legends fic
2: just to feel joy. I Thank really you. need to post the uncompletes that I have as just like work, uncompletes, incompletes that I have. Oh, and it's no just like, like, hey, this is I something you know, I was working on. That's impossible! Um, okay, first of all, how dare you? And second of all I first of all, I am your wife. And second of all. Um
3: We were talking right back, Sarah, and the line from the second episode. Um, and you it to Hey, I have great line. news for everybody. Right. so she
0: says Wait, she says on. good everybody man. shut up. Everybody shut up. Listen. Yes. Listen. Okay. I have great news. You know how some tarantulas keep frogs as pets? I heard I didn't know that. Frogs. Okay, so some species of tarantulas keep frogs as pets. For example, the female Colombian lesser black tarantula. She keeps pets. She will live for about 10 years and there will always be new eggs in the burrow. So, she will treasure and protect the frog as a work. It's a lesbian solidarity, genuinely and truly. All right. Anyway, back to it. Whatever the hell we were talking about.
2: Sarah says, because Nate is going on about, um, like, Hoover is really important to history, but he's a terrible person. And Sarah says, great men are not always good. Oh, God. Was that the episode? That was so dumb. Well, but, like, it it makes a lot of sense. Does it? Of, like, historical
3: importance does not. I liked it. it It's
2: a good line. And I sometimes feel like legends. If we're going to try to say things about history, like about J. Edgar Hoover, we should probably put some caveats in about the way that history works. Yes. and uh, and I do appreciate them making some attempt.
3: Yeah, it was not. It missed. I think it missed the mark for sure. Of being just like, it's very good and succinct, and it should have come at the end of some longer spiel about her kind of. Oh,
0: but here's and here's the thing. I Hold think sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're fine. I'm listening. Keep talking. I was just like, I had to check a thing. But I'm listening. Food.
2: ten food. I think the bit should be that Sarah, because like they sort of played at this in the season finale of season six, but Sarah do just be saying shit. Okay, yeah. honey,
3: I'm getting the door. Yeah, I really feel like they could have made any, like, literally any attempt to be like, yeah, a lot of the people involved in major historical events that are like significant names were bad people because that's just how it works. But if we screw this up. We're just like a bunch of bubbling idiots, and it could end up way, way worse. We have no way of guaranteeing that it won't, so we need to try to, until we have our time machine back. We need to not completely rock history. Like we can help in whatever ways we can, but we also can't play
2: God. Okay, well, food is here, so we can either take a pause, um, yeah, and I'm, keep I'm recording more. I think Or we can wrap it up. I do I, want I to say like, one last
0: thing. Is like, listen. Yeah. Okay. I actually do agree that we have to talk. I was literally just out here talking about Walt And I literally said at the start of this podcast, I'm not here to debate the legacy of Walt Disney. And I'm not because this is DC Legends of Tomorrow. But yeah, historical figures do not fit into a problematic and unproblematic binary. It's just very weird to hear that coming out of the
1: mouth of Sarah Lance knowing Katie's politics and also like yeah. Legends. Okay.